your time. Lord, we love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Still going? Echo? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What? What was yapping? Was it you? Oh, okay. Over here. Here's it. What? Oh, I got you. I got you. No. Uh, for the past several weeks, we've been walking. You're walking. We've been walking. We've been talking. Walking. Now we're getting to the walking part. We've been talking, or maybe not y'all, except for the ladies back over there, talking. I've given y'all plenty of demerits. Don't, don't look around like someone else. I'm just kidding. Uh, Who are you talking to? Oh. You would know it if I was talking to you. I know that. But we've been talking about the, uh, salvation and and who, who, what, when, how, and where, you know, and, and the fact that uh, uh, receiving, 
admitting, believing, and confessing our, our uh, uh, we have the Trinity. If that's, you know, if we have the Trinity, then that's the ABCs of, of salvation. Admitting it and believing the resurrection and God and Christ died for you. And thank the Father that he died for me too. And when you wake up in the morning, that ought to be, woohoo, I'm saved. Because if not, oh, it's Monday. And that's, that's, that's the difference. That's the difference a lot of the times between the saved and the unsaved. Is what's their motivation to get up for the day? What is your motivation? My motivation is to go to the mailbox. Rise and shine is Jesus. Rise and shine is Jesus time. Amen, brother. And that's that's right on. Right on. What is your motivation? Oh, leave me alone, alarm clock. You're making too much noise. Rise and shine is Jesus time. He gave you, God the Father gave you a second chance or a fresh new chance. To get it right. To be a better Christian today than you were yesterday. You ever put it in that, that way of thinking? Will I be a better Christian today than I was yesterday? I pray I do every morning. That I was, I'm better today than I was yesterday. Because I stumbled so much yesterday. I don't even have toes on the end of my shoes anymore. I trip and, and stumble. My mouth gets me into trouble. My brain gets me into trouble. Some people driving down the road, their hand gets them into trouble. You know what I'm talking about, Wade. His wife actually jerked his shoulder loose. He got the mouth. Oh, it's your left arm. Were you driving? Oh, she was driving. I got you. No, but the whole thing is we've been talking about salvation. And, and which is the greatest part, should be the greatest part of your day. The fact that you're saved. If salvation isn't the greatest part of your day, then you might want to question the fact that are you saved? Is God the Father, the will of the Father your focus? It says uh, the Holy Spirit telling you things and you refuse to listen. But that's what I've been getting at. How do we get to that point? Well, when you do get to that point, what do you do now? I'm here, I'm saved. What do you want me to do, Father? Well, I found a, a, a direction manual, you know. I was looking around and, and I actually found a direction manual. If you don't have one, you better get one. That is the direction manual to life as a Christian. Do what? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, that 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 says newfound life. It doesn't say. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually feels like a football. It really does. It has that same texture. <laughs> I only believe in real football players. Oh, yeah, he's steaming. Are you steaming? <laughs> I just did. No, I, I, we don't have a quarterback in Houston, so what am I mouthing about? All right. So, uh, uh, with that all said, I want to get to the to the point of uh, how do we go about our day to day as a Christian? And, and there's going to be a lot of reading. This is going to be more reading than me preaching. And all of y'all are going, hoo, 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 yeah. <laughs> because when it comes out of the book, when it comes out of the Bible, it's the word. There, there ain't no interpretation from Bill Clayton up here. It, I might put some redneckisms in it so, so uh, Dave can understand it. Right, <laughs> Or, or I might, I might dumb it down a little bit. Gary needs all the help he can get. Amen. 
I love you, brother. I love you, brother. But if I start talking in baby talk, that's just so so Wade can understand. I understand that too. <laughs> I love you, brother. I'm making fun of y'all because I love the Lord and I love the fact that y'all are here. Because my job is to show y'all Christ. The best way I can do it is by example. All the words coming out of my mouth, mouth can mean absolutely nothing. That's a big mess can talk for nothing. Yakety smackety up here. A lot of people don't hear the words coming out of my mouth. And I've asked those questions before, but I usually was wearing a badge and a gun. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Your choices are go home or I will find you a bed. That's choices. And I was told those choices, I was given those choices too as, a, as the smartest 19-year-old uh, on earth because I was the smartest 19-year-old on earth. If you had asked me at the age of 19, I would have told you I was the smartest 19-year-old on earth. I was smart, debonair, I think that means good looking. I'm not suave. I'm not, I'm not sure what that means. I thought suave was like shampoo. <laughs> but uh, it is. It's just a little bottle. I'm just saying. It's suave. Suave? No, but the whole thing is, is how do we get a, go about our day-to-day -day as a Christian? If you're, if you're saved and you're not that guy sitting in the middle of a garage thinking you're a car, or that guy in the pew thinking he's a Christian, just because he came through those two doors on a Sunday morning. Well, I go to church every Sunday morning. Well, I don't go to church, but I pray every time I do something, you know. Well, yeah, but where two or more are gathered, you got to show your Christianity every now and then, don't you? Isn't that part of it? So, if you want to, go ahead and turn to Romans chapter 1. And we're going to read and read and read until y'all can't see straight. And if I get hoarse and can't read anymore, I will have one of y'all come up here and read. But I'm going to warn you right now, some of y'all might have one of those really smart Bibles called the King James. And some of y'all will be coughing all over your phone and no one's going to borrow it from you. Is that why you do that? While you read your Bible. You have ESV. What do you have on yours? NIV. NIV? Okay. Uh, what do y'all have back there? Uh, King James? King James? What are we, uh, I know you're ASB with me, right? Oh, okay. The, the new, new American standard, yeah. I'm old school American standard. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, but those, those of y'all with the King James, don't get me wrong. King James is great, but I'm not near smart enough to understand the King James. So, so I'm, I'm warning you now. You might lose me in the translation. And if you do, stop me and tell me. Bill, mine says this. Where I can understand you too. Right on? Everybody with me on that one? We're going to be in chapter 1, verse 16. And I want you to listen to the words for us that are saved, for the Christians, to show how it goes, and the ones that aren't Christians, so they can see it in you. Be that example. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. How about that? That's why we're supposed to be examples and not be ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. It might say something else in a King James. It might say, I don't know, Gentile or others or other nations. I don't know. It'll say it in several different ways. But that means... That salvation, the belief in that salvation through Christ Jesus is for everybody. 
Not just the guys wearing gray t-shirts, not just for the guys wearing nice blue polo shirts. Oh, I didn't get the memo. Are y'all both wearing blue? You see how they had to throw a memo out without me involved? I oh. Wait, do I have a blue shirt? <laughs> do I have a blue shirt? I don't know. All right. 17. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Now, what does that mean? From faith to faith. As it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. The righteous man, and don't get me wrong, it's not just righteous man, it's righteous woman, righteous families, righteous entities as First Baptist Wicked. We must live, we're examples, we're part of the body. We gotta live it. But you gotta learn it first. Learn it, love it, live it. But we gotta start somewhere. Salvation is your start. And now we live by faith. Right on? Right on? Amen? Amen. Hang on. What? No, the giggling. <laughs> I guess they're enjoying it on Facebook Live. I don't know. No, it's the teachers. It's the teachers. Okay. <laughs> you know how teachers are. Right? Just don't go tell no. Don't go tell nobody. I'm dogging teachers over there. Eighteen. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. And unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. I'm going to stop right there. Who suppress the truth. Those of y'all that try to live that example. Those of y'all that try to show the word. Try to hand it out. People that are trying to shut you up. They've been doing it for thousands of years, guys. Don't feel like the Lone Ranger. But still continue living by faith. Y'all got that? 19, because that which is known about God is evident within them. For God made it evident to them. 20, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse. Uh-oh. Did that just say we, we, we have no excuse for not living a faithful and righteous life? <coughs> does y'all's Bible say the same thing my Bible says? You have no excuse. If you are truly saved, you must truly be righteous and live a faithful life. Not only on Sundays, that's an excuse. Oh, I gotta work on Monday, that's an excuse. I have too many people in my house, that's an excuse. They're mean to me on Facebook, that's an excuse. Someone tell me I'm wrong. Just saying. We got to be diligent. If, if we're going to be doing these things, I'm, I'm going to go over to 21 here, 21 through uh, 32 here in a second, but John Denver. <laughs> John Denver just kicked in. I like the flapjacks part, right? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> if you're going to live a faithful life, live a faithful life. Don't have excuses. I'm not trying to. I'm, you know what? I'm not judging you. I'm not going to judge you. Because if I judge you, in turn, I'm opening the door for you to judge me all day long. Because if the preacher ain't doing it, 
that who else has to do it? Well, the preacher ain't living right. Why do I have to? Because God the Father commands it of you through Christ Jesus. Don't blame the preacher. Don't you go pointing at that preacher. He ain't got nothing to do with you not living a faithful life. Not one bit. Not one bit. Amen, brother. You can lead a horse to water, but you what? Round. Amen? Let's think about ourselves. Fix this, then fix this. And that's what we were on last week and the week before. Fixing our surroundings. But if you're a broken tool, what are you going to fix? Yourself first. Amen, brother. Fix yourself first. Live by faith. A righteous life. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> 2132. For even through even though they knew God, they did not honor him. Stop. You remember the guy in the garage? You remember the guy in the pew that thinks he's saved? Even the demons know Christ and God the Father. But they don't honor him. So what is that telling me? What did I just read? I'm a Christian. Let's go beat somebody up. I'm a Christian. Did you hear about uh, Joe over there? He's been the gossiping, the carrying on, the raising cane, the talking trash about your brother Christian. Why do we hammer each other so hard? Because our church is better than their church. They don't even have speakers in their church. Oh, so that makes you more safe than them? Not to mention the church down the street over there. Their preacher's short. That'll learn him. How does that make a difference? Of who's being more saved? If you're saved, you're saved. There is no more saved. But there is unsaved. Right on? Is that an amen? <clears throat> For they knew God. They did not honor him as God or give thanks. There we go. Here's our pathway. Do you give thanks in the morning? Yeah. My alarm went off. Thank you, Father. Uh-uh. Thank you for that hammer to hit that. <laughs> but we don't hit our alarms anymore because they're usually a, a thousand dollar iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You remember those, uh, I think they were big, big bins? Big bins with the two bills on the top? Yeah. You remember those bad boys? <laughs> you had to wind them every night. West clock. Oh, wait, there you go. West, uh, West clock. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. But then they became few, uh, but then they became futile in their speculation. Let me start all over. I'm starting 21. I'm going to continue on. For even they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks. But they became futile in their speculation, and their foolish heart was darkened. Hello, 2021. Professing to be wise, they became fools. You better watch out for the smartest man in the room. Amen, brother. 23, and exchange the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and of four-footed animals and of crawling creatures and of athletes and of singers and of artists and of, I can go on all day, the love of, the pursuit of money. I want to be rich, so I'm going to have to do some of that foolishness. A little bit of foolishness ain't bad. Are you living a faithful life? 
God will give you what you need. He will supply your needs. But being foolish in your quest, that's a bad path to be on. I'm telling you right now. 24. Therefore God gave them over into their lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. We're seeing it today. We're seeing it today. For they have exchanged the truth of God for a lie. Who's the great deceiver? And what does he deal in? Lies. See? The Lord of lies. People have given up their handbooks that you have in your hand right now for lies. Think about it. And worshiped, worshiped and served creatures, the creatures rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them over to the degrading passions for their women exchanged the natural functions for that which is unnatural. And in the same way also the men abandoned the natural function of the women and burned in their desire toward one another. Men with men committing indecent acts and receiving their own persons the due penalty of their error. I didn't write that. I didn't. I, I'm, I'm not that guy. But I can read the word that was with God in the beginning. From the beginning of creation. Their error is being in effect every second of every day today. Well, God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. 28. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to their parents, Hmm. Well, it sounded more and more like today, ain't it? Mm -hmm. More and more like today. Without understanding, untrustworthy, involving unmerciful, or unloving, unmerciful, and although they know the ordinance of God because they've been taught or heard or seen, they know the ordinance of God and those who practice such things are worthy of death. They not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. We've been elevating things that are wrong for a few years now. Amen. But we elevate the, the bad and we put down the good. We elevate the unrighteousness and destroy and tear down righteousness. That is today, guys. That's that's whatever connotation, name, title you want to put to it. Progressiveness, I don't care what, what name you put on it. If it's unrighteous, it's unrighteous. Righteous? That's what I said. If it's not right, it's, it ain't right. If it's bad, it's bad. There's good and evil. Mm -hmm. That great, you ain't saved. There's good and evil. 
with the armor of God once you go out there in the middle of this because you're going to have to go out there in the middle of it when you walk through that door right there it's around you it will infect you it will affect you it'll misguide you and all this it'll I'm talking about that's the Lord of lies that is the deceiver that is Satan that is sin that's what's going to deceive you. That's what's going to tickle your ears and make you like what you're hearing. But righteousness is right. That's why the first few letters of righteousness, I'm just saying, I'm no rocket scientist. Righteousness, faithfulness, all comes from salvation. That's up to you. How's your relationship with God? Huh? Do you wake up in the morning thanking him for another day? Or you just grumble on till about noon when the coffee finally kicks in? Don't get me wrong, I like my coffee, I'm telling you right now. I like that coffee. But every now and then, I'll put a splash of pumpkin spice in there. Don't tell nobody at the house. I think the news is out. <laughs> Go over to Ephesians right quick and then we'll close up. Because all of us that are sitting here saved and want to live and walk the path of righteousness and faithfulness, I'm going to give you, and most of y'all know this, and, and you know you heard I'm preaching to the choir, like, most of y'all are either the choir or clergy or some kind of other deacon. You, do. you guys, y'all know this. Get over to Ephesians 6, and then Lydia's going, Oh, I know what's there. Right? Right? You already, it's probably the whole page. You got like highlighter and you know, <laughs> a tab. Yeah, Armor of God tab. There it is. Yeah. I'm going to read it to you one more time. In fact, I think the. What, probably the second, second, third time you came, Ryan, that's all we discussed was the armor of God. It's like, he's beating me down with the armor of God. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is, is we've got to live a righteous life. We've got to be faithful in, in Christ Jesus and in the word. But we've got to do it out there in enemy territory. They're at war with us. They want two things of you. Turn or dead. Because a Christian doesn't help them at all. And I'm not saying it's just them, it's him. The deceiver's right out that door. So you better prepare. Be prepared when you go out there. Prepared. Y'all getting that? 6, 10 through 11. Go on, turn right there. 6, 10 through 11. And I'll close out. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might when you walk out those doors. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. But how? How do I put on the armor of God? How do I wield the sword? How do I shod my feet? How do I do all this? God the Father, just tell me how. Oh, yeah. Faith. Your directions are right in your hand. Faith through Christ Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit. Go with your salvation. Live a righteous life. Be faithful in every step. And open up your directions every now and then. Don't just open them up on Sunday morning. We read one verse a day. 
I don't care what it is. That's between you and God the Father and your relationship. Because my relationship's right here. Do you have a relationship? Will you carry that relationship with you? Will you learn about your relationship? Learn it, love it, live it. In Christ Jesus, will you pray with me? Thank you, Father God, for giving me the opportunity to be here before you. In your house, giving me that path to live, live a faithful life, Father God. May I be that example that you've given me the, the energy and the, and the focus. And may I live it. Learn it first, Father God. Through your word, Father God, I bow down humbly. I place myself at your feet through Christ Jesus. Fill me up with the Holy Spirit and bless each and every one here in your house, Father God. Give them the Holy Spirit. May they see that path. May they push away all that deception that crowds them in. Give them the faith. Give them the grace. Show them your love, Father God. Bless each and every one of them here. Your children, Father God. Your name be glorified today and every day, forever and ever. Amen. That was a good time.